Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Jace searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Saw Boss. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. We're in quarantine still, as we will be until the end of time. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanis. Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And this week we're talking about not G.I. Joe. We often do G.I. Joe, but we're trying to go back and forth. I don't know if you guys noticed we do a G.I. Joe that a non-G.I. Joe is kind of like a wild thing that we're trying with the with the format. Um, You know, we've been having requested to do uh, this particular show for a while now. Right, Chan? Uh, I believe so, to the point where I am confused and I feel like we've done it. But then I watched this and I was like. Nah, I've never seen this before. It, in my did, life. it felt familiar. It felt familiar, but I think it's just it just has a bunch of pieces of ideas of other shows and yeah. slops them on in there. Yeah. Now, this episode was suggested by Channing Sherman, and I know we've had other suggestions of it before. And it's just it's just time. Like, look, I, I can tell right now that after watching this, I did not watch this back when it first came out. I Me was not either. even aware of this when this first came out. Same. Ha- had I been when I was, you know, uh, uh, under the age of 10 when this came out, I would have loved it. <laughs> Sa- yeah, same, same. You know, I'm I, it's just it's wild. It is just wild. Uh, I'm, I am a, a fan, but this is a really weird, dense show. Uh, this pilot is doing a lot of heavy lifting. I, you know what? Um, I had to check like three times that this was actually the pilot because I was like, <laughs> wow, they they are they are expecting you to get a lot of info. Yeah, this is a huge info dump. I mean, it's just a giant exposition with a little bit of action in it, and we call it a pilot. It's episode one of Jace and the Wheeled Warriors Escape from the Garden. But and, by the uh, way, this should this show should just be called Wheeled Warriors. Like just from a marketing standpoint, Jace and the Wheeled Warriors is such a mouthful and especially going into a new show, no one cares who Jace is. It's not like it was a prior, you know, like it's not like it was a comic or anything like it was like Wolverine and the and the so I was I was very confused about why they chose to add that I mean, I realize DVR wasn't a thing back then, but you know there are rules now that are don't don't make your show title so long that it gets cut off when you look at it on the DVR. So someone go day. back in time. 
and explore. No, no, no. Because back in the day, one of the movies that uh, stands out most in my memory, I am not even clear that I watched it, but I cannot get out of my head the title, Metal Storm, colon, The Destruction of Jared's Sin. (laughs) The title goes on forever. And I think it's very much in this vein of sort of a a uh, post-apocalyptic kind of a Mad Max with... Uh, probably a, 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 some science fantasy, uh, science magic business, um, and it is you know just a um, the you, like the that long ass name is something that you'd really grab onto in the eighties. I, I am one hundred percent putting it out there now that I think that this is one of those Berenstein Bears versus Berenstain Bears, and whatever you just named doesn't actually exist. But you, oh, you, you Google really it and have it your does. mind blown. It just sounds uh, amazing to me. I don't know. Like I, I often I, yeah, go ahead. confuse it with another uh, movie of that type that was a 3D movie. I remember definitely seeing that as a kid and being very sad because my glasses got in the way of the 3D glasses, so it was a real pain to try and oh, watch yeah. the 3D movie with the glasses on. And like, it's yep. <sighs> so, so those, those things that scar you as a kid. Yeah. So they made one season of Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Uh, how many episodes do you guys think they made? Uh, don't answer if you looked it up already. How I many episodes in one season? Gina? I did not look it up, but I'm going to guess 20, 22. No, a this lot is of mid 80s. A lot of the series that we've been watching, I've been actually been surprised because they only had like 13 episodes. And I'm like, geez, man, like because this one is sort of the typical. I, I guess there's, there's sort of two two ends of the spectrum one of was like we just spit out a few of them and then just play them forever or this one that was like uh yeah we're gonna syndicate this motherfucker 65 oh, episodes in one season jeez <sighs> so uh guys when we start our jason the wheeled warriors podcast um oh, we at least have this one to put under it but then we have 64 more episodes to go um that's a that's a lot of episodes for one season of television uh, it's i mean it is it's a it's a th- it's a th- it's the thing they do where they j- it's just like crank out uh you know enough episodes to do the thing that you want to do. Sure. Um and yeah, there's a bunch of them that did that. I just have a lot of questions. So uh, to to basically tell the story of Jason the Wheeled Warriors to our our friends at home who maybe have not seen this uh, show before. Shame I mean, on you. you should just play the theme song for you them. That explains fair. it all. I'm I'm not gonna. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. we don't, could we at least hear part of it, though, Chan? Do you have any of it uh, ready to go? <laughs> you know, I always ask you about the theme songs. Yeah, things will turn out right if you get your wheels there. So, you know, your, it makes your sense. wheels will get you there, Ray. That's the same thing. Six of one, half dozen of the other, whatever. False. <laughs> uh, I will say yes. that the, it is a pretty rocking 80s um, hair metal kind of tune yeah. with the uh, with the fun synth into it. Um, very, very legit. Now, this didn't make it into our theme good, song, by the Throwdown. Way. Not good. It didn't make it in. You just oh, said you good. loved it more than life itself. It was actually on the uh, the long Gina, list. Gina, 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 Gina. The There's a lot of things that Chan likes <laughs> more than life itself, and many of them he doesn't even like. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> um, uh, but this is not in our theme song throwdown because we we punted it in favor of something else. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what we got. I just sorry, uh, Jace. <laughs> uh, we coming up pretty soon. Actually, we're going to have one that I uh, punted because of my child. So, oh, interesting. Know that okay. we're letting a toddler run this show now. What do you As mean? As if we weren't already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, also that holds up. The uh, the theme song is basically Dawkins Dream Warriors from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah, so, it is. Okay. Uh, right, it is. Which, by uh, the way, great song, though. So I don't want to hear you talking shit. Yeah, I'm almost certain that that's the same uh, uh, progression, too. Yeah. Dream Warriors. So really quick, so this is the story of the intro, because I just wrote down my observations from it. So uh, we start with there's a big spaceship that's flying around. So we're like, already, this is set in space. Excellent. There's an amulet, and Jace and his father each have a part of an amulet, or each have an amulet that works together. And if the two amulets are brought together uh, by, I'm assuming, Jace finding his father, which is kind of you know made clear in the intro, then uh, good things can happen. So they don't really... Say what, but something good is going to happen. Then there's an yeah. evil plant monster called Sawboss. Yeah. Sawboss. And there's a whole F ton of vehicles. There's a lot of bad guy vehicles with like growths and like Venus flytraps coming out the top of them. And then there's mm. good guy vehicles, which are all metal. I thought the good guy vehicles all had some, they don't have plant elements in them either. No, no, because the uh, plants are bad guys in the Jace and the Wield Warriors universe. No. Except for the kid who yeah. is a plant. Well, but that kid looks 100% human. Let's keep it real. No, like that kid had to tell me she was a plant. Hey, I have just, green eyes and red hair. What is your point? No, you tell me I'm a plant person. Eyes. Uh-huh. No, just because the kid is passing doesn't mean that they're actually human. Oh, shit. Wow. Wow. Uh-oh. Wow, Chan. This show you just really, got political. You just stepped <laughs> in it, Chan. I hope you're ready for the, the letter writing campaign that's about to hit. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Chan says that just because you're passable, you're not human. Uh the term is passing. Yeah. It's a very specific right. term. If you're gonna if you're gonna send hate mail, make sure you get it right. <laughs> no, no. Hate mail is best when it's not right. I'll start there. Having been somebody who's received a fair amount of hate mail in his day. Uh, <laughs> I heard you talking about passwords, and I will tell you that I am not a fan of the show at all. <laughs> Sail of the Century is the greatest board, uh, game of the tw- 20th century. F you, card sharks all day. Oh, fuck card sharks. That Whoa. Show. Whoa. Now we're going to get an wild. email from card sharks fans. Uh, we can all get behind. Uh, um, uh, uh, Oops. Press your luck. I was I was gonna say you better oh, be saying yeah. press your luck. Yeah. I yeah. mean, look, our friend Neil Ross yep. uh, is the voice of the whammies. You know, we're on board for p- press your luck. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Even the new one's kind of terrible. Shh, shut is up, Jan. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's been on for like two or three seasons already. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is the host. I don't know what happens in this mortal coil. Uh here's the problem. It's an hour-long show instead of half an hour. So they like get into like they talk to the people. Don't talk to the people. Oh yeah. People Talking to people is the worst part of any game show. By the way, I've been watching, I've been like putting Jeopardy on while I clean. I think it's on Netflix or something or Hulu. And I full on fast forward whenever he talks to. Like I, I am oh, everybody so does. furious at those people. That even if I'm in the middle of cleaning and not paying attention, I will stop what I'm doing to fast forward that. 
We'll see. And that's the problem. Now, imagine Jeopardy as an hour long show where you have like more talking to the people, but also every single time there's a question or somebody does get something right, you stop for like seven seconds of reaction shots. No, I hate it. And and then, and then you talk about, well, now we can choose the next and you just add a bunch of filler to it. That's how a half hour press your luck show went to an hour. And I agree with Chan. I didn't even think about it until you said it, but yeah, there's a lot of filler in there. It's a lot like Deke era, anything. They've been playing reruns of uh, Supermarket Sweep, and it is the greatest. I used to love Supermarket Sweep. Oh, oh my I God. I watched so the much. heck out of that. Okay. Uh, I was very much a hipster child, and I was not having any of that at the time. What? And I continued wow. Wow. No, I was like, oh, gross commercial consumerism. Ugh, this is... Yeah, this is death Jan, your this little is Jan death. is the worst. It was followed by Shop Till You Drop, also great. Okay, well, there you go then. 80s Chan was way ahead of the curve on this one. He was pulling out the guillotines before all y'all youngsters were saying. Well, wait a minute. That, uh, so how did you how did you feel about Price is Right then? Did you still watch it when you were homesick? Because that's yeah, as grossly yeah. consumer as Supermarket Sweep Chan. It, th- first of all, Supermarket Sweep is groceries. You're not a gross consumer if you buy groceries to survive. Oh, you're no, disgusting. If, if you need... If you need a game show to buy groceries, that says something about the class slash caste system in America. You don't need it. It America. was back when it was just fun to be on game shows. People were on game shows where they were barely winning anything because it was fun. Dude, if you look at those prize packages, some like 1970s like game shows, it's like seriously, you know, that that uh, ceramic Dalmatian on <laughs> Wheel of Fortune was like one of the best things you could get. Hell yeah. I bet you could sell that on eBay now for... As much as it would cost you to buy a vacation house. Uh, no, there's no chance. They're all broken by now. Come on. Oh. Now I'm sad. Okay, let's get back to Jason the Wheeled Warriors because we open with some wild stuff. Like, there, I just have questions about this universe because we're showing a, a, a variety of planets and each of them just have giant vines like sticking out of them and through them and around them. And, and there's just vines. Like, these vines must be effing gigantic if they're planet sized. I also don't know. Like, like it starts out and, and there's this thing that looks like Orko from He-Man. Thank you. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I just called him, uh, he has a name, but I just called him Shovel Knight. I think, because he, he, was, just I think looks, he was called Noom or something. Yeah. It I, is Oon, I want to say. Oon. Yeah. Oon. O-O-N. You know, yeah, he looks he, a lot like uh, either Shovel Knight or that Ghosts and Goblins guy when he's got the full night gear on. Yeah, um, he he fills the role of every sort of like you know wimpy like how Orko was like oh god we gotta go get He Man oh god what are we doing he he sort of fills that that role in this show. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, Un is an eternal squire. Uh, I guess that sort of makes sense. That holds Cre- yeah. uh, created by Squire Smith Wickland. Wixland. What Squire? Sp- wait, what? Oh, I thought it was voiced by a guy whose name was Squire. Oh, that would be awesome. That was weird. Oh, but wow. no, I guess in the uh, in the world yeah, of in Jace? the universe, like there's a guy named Squire Smith Wixland. So he's basically like a tiny, cute knight wearing like full armor, and he has a lance that's like twice the size of he is. Guys, he keeps referring to it as important magic lance. But in the pilot, we saw it do any nothing magical nor important. Uh no! At the very beginning, it, he slices through a bunch of vines with it. Oh, uh, well, I mean that just means it's sharp. That doesn't mean it's special. <laughs> um, I got a Ginsu that can do that. Lances are not sharp, so if it's slicing oh, you know through what? vines, it's pretty special. You know what? I take it all back. Here's the deal. I just It was just bizarre to me that he's rolling around with his lance the whole time, and I kept waiting for him to do something important with it, 
and it just never happened. But I guess you're right. He kind of cut some vines at the very beginning of the show. So have uh, at it. Shovel I'm going to say one thing about Oon, and then I'm just going to ignore him completely. Um, yeah, why not? The they s- they set up this this thing where he wants to be a knight, and he wants to tr- he he's ready to go, and he wants to be the most the best esquire in the entire universe, kind of thing. I'm like, all right, I get that. That's fine. We can do this thing. He's a cute, you know, he's that cute little uh, character you need. Uh, but then later on, then he freaks out uh, when Jace is like, "Hey, we got to go outside and stop this stuff." He's like, "Oh, I don't know about that." I'm like, pick one. You get to be a sniveling coward, yeah. or you get to be the uh, dumb idiot who wants to go out fighting. Uh, and uh, I'm just saying, like, keep it simple. Just do one thing and and do it right. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know. I feel like that's the theme. The theme of this show is is one too many hats. Yeah, that, either one of those two archetypes would have been perfectly acceptable, but to go back and forth between them is a little annoying. And we'll say I am. In, it is Deke. So when I say that I am interested, I'm not that interested, but I'm a little interested uh, in uh, seeing some of the later episodes because I believe that J. Michael Straczynski came on a little bit later uh, and his, he tried to do something with the show. You know, and he's the sort of guy who, you know, the creator Babylon five and, you know, like he he's into these huge, you know, um, series arcs kind of thing. And so I would be interested to see what he would do with something like this. Um, Interesting. Well, this, not enough to said, actually watch. You said this was a uh, Deke, but this is a Saban uh, entertainment uh, jam. Is it both? Uh, it was produced by Deke, okay. animated by Sunrise Shaft Studio, Giant Studio, looking swan. Uh, it's a French Canadian animated TV Definitely show. That. Yeah, because um, this is com- Levy and Saban. Um, well, the the music is. Oh, okay. I just saw them as I thought producers too. Anyway, my point is, it's a weird show. Now, according to IMDb, this show was intended to end with like it was supposed to be one season of sixty five episodes, followed by a movie in theaters where uh, the Jace finds his father and all the important stuff happens. Oh well, now the- we know he doesn't find his father for the entire first season. Well, uh, unfortunately, you should have bought more Jason the Wheeled Warriors toys when it came out, because the whole reason the movie never got made is because the toy line uh, was did very poorly. It did very, very poorly. It's a bunch of trucks with plants on them. That's not cool. Who thought it was a good idea? Well, okay, so kids, kids like trucks, kids like dirt, plants grow in dirt. Seems like a win win to me. No, kids don't like plants. Kids don't like plants. You stop it. Dirt. And you say, yes. this is a truck made of dirt. Okay. I guarantee you my kid would be all about that. Yeah. I mean, no, here's no kid the thing. You, to, they, yeah. they do make them kind of like mean looking plants. Like they do. They at least try to make the plants sort of cool looking. How'd that uh, little shop of horrors toy line go? <laughs> Are we still getting? Uh, I, bet, I bet it went great. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. so. We, we meet our heroes at this point. Shovel Knight's getting scared away by the bad vehicles. Great. So now we cut to, uh, and I just, I, I don't have all their names down. It doesn't matter. I, look, I have Merlin is the name of the wizard. Um, I called the, uh, is, the, the plant girl is, is, is Penny from, uh, from Inspector she, Gadget. She does look like Penny. Mm-hmm. And I have the other guy, the guy they meet later. I just call him Carl Urban because oh. it's the role that would have been played by Carl Urban if this had been done as a live action. Oh, no. Anything. He's Han Solo. He is definitely also Han Solo. Yeah, I yeah. called him Han Solo in my notes. But first of all, so the so the theme song is very long, and it gives a lot of information about how Jace is looking for his father, and the plants will always take them home. 
but that doesn't really make any sense because his dad is lost and not getting home. But right. anyway, they and his dad is missing. Yeah, his dad is missing, which they sort of explain later. But they never explain why they're under under the dome, uh, like the Stephen King show uh, under the dome. But at some point, they're like, we can't keep living under this dome. And I was like, what? Why is there a dome? What is I can explain this. Okay. There, there's a magic dome that's made of sunlight, and it's what is preventing the vine plant monsters from coming and destroying their realm. Now, at the same time as what we learned through this, this episode is that the, uh, the, the monsters, the evil plants, are creating large vines that were going to block out the sun. And as soon as they successfully block out the sun, the sun dome will go away and then all the bad guys could come in and just wreck everything. Now, what's really insane about this is later in this episode, somebody makes reference to the fact that it will be nighttime soon and the dome will just go away. Oh, which, so this is a this is a freaking solar panel <clears throat> dome. Yeah, but that's bizarre to me because they make a big deal of the vines have almost blotted out the sun. But then if all the bad guys had to do is wait for nightfall one day before they can attack, it just seems like they didn't really need that vine plan per se. I... I'm no animation writer, but it just struck me as a bizarre plot point. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the uh, the vines were covering everything across the galaxy or some such thing. And so like that was just one more. I don't know. I guess they're blocking all of the suns i don't know it's there's a lot like i said i've got a lot of questions about this universe but so we meet our heroes uh they're in the process of fixing up their vehicles so they have like a handful like four uh, uh good guy vehicles five okay yeah uh and then uh penny uh plant lady she comes flying in on a, on a flying fish because you know yeah. it's a world of magic and wonder no explanation and what the f no none and n- <laughs> never referenced again uh it's fantastic uh and so the jace uh, keeps asking uh, uh penny uh is he coming is my dad coming is he on the way and she's like yo no also, and then he gets real he gets real mad at her yeah he's a brat from minute one of this yeah yeah He's pretty obnoxious. Like he starts I yelling at her. I don't know. I don't know him. if I like it. And I don't know if they're trying to do like if they're trying to do like a Luke Skywalker thing where it's like, oh, look, look, he is not ready for the responsibility of the plant force. I but feel he like soon I will be. I think I had exactly the same problem with Mighty Max. Uh, and I think you all were giving me crap for it, but I'm like, Mighty this Max kid, was, a brat? was he, this kid was like, he's a jerk. I don't want to be around him, much less try and root for him. Yeah. Um. And yeah. This, so this totally felt like a uh, Mary Sue situation. Yeah. But, but, ma- but maybe like, they were trying to show growth. Like maybe they're trying to say, like, oh, you know, when his dad was there, he had it too easy. So he's he's soft and he's he's a brat. But with his dad gone, he's got to sack up. No, yeah. I think, well, I think that's exactly what they're trying to do for sure. The problem is that like he he's not learning anything. It's he just gifted with a bunch of magical powers. Yes. Like he's that- still a freaking idiot. To what, to what Chan said, yeah. So the, what they want us to believe is that he was some not-ready kid who's kind of a brat and kind of a daddy's boy, whatever, and then he has this uh, important job thrust upon him, and he steps up into it immediately. Now, the problem is between point A and point B, we see no moments of growth. We see nothing resembling a, a lesson learned. It's just suddenly they hand him the ring of power, and he goes, yep, I'm ready. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a little jarring because, no, you're not. 
Yeah, I this was this was one of the first times that I wrote this is the pilot because there's there's a lot going on and and so far none of these characters are likable and there's a lot of a lot of info and a lot of unlikable oh. characters and those two things yeah. shouldn't go together. Ooh, I want I want to talk about that coming up. Okay. So um, the bad guys are coming and Jace is like, yo, we got to get out of here. And then uh, Merlin is just like, no, because he knows about the Sun Dome. So he's like, no, nah, we're fine. It's good. Uh, at this point, uh, Shovel Knight gets chased by the vehicles a little bit more. And is 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 he that fast? Because he's on foot and he's very small and he's seemingly outrunning all of these monster truck <laughs> plant vehicles. They keep not being able to catch up with him and he doesn't seem to be that far ahead of them. Well, also, like, have you ever tried to uh, uh, catch a runaway cat while you were driving a monster truck? Yes. How'd that go? I mean, I caught him. Did so you, not though? that hard. Not that hard. Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. I feel like. <laughs> I'm uh, really lying to you. <laughs> like these big old vehicles are trying to catch something real teeny tiny and he's just he's just sort of eluding them i get that as opposed that to trying sense. to catch the cat all you have to do is run the cat over in this case and they just they can't even catch up to him which is a little crazy to me i don't know here's um, the thing even I, I i feel like in a monster truck you could even try and run over a cat and probably have a lot of difficulty with that so i don't like this conversation no yes oh yes sorry gina <laughs> it's too close to home uh so uh, Shovel Knight jumps and magically ends up where our heroes are. And immediately Jace is like, yo, where's dad? And um, <laughs> and he says, I, I, I don't remember or something. See, this doesn't give you all the answers. And then one of the weirdest things I think we've ever seen on this show happens where Merlin demands to be given exposition and Shovel Knight's jaw unhinges, opening <laughs> real wide. And we focus on it for way too long. And then we go to a flashback. And it's bizarre. It's a bizarre moment. Uh, yeah. Also, d the little girl can tell that he's coming. Like, she's like, I sense that he's coming. And then Jace is like, well, what about my dad? And she's like, "You." I realize we already covered this. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this, Gina. What's going but, on? <laughs> but, like, they never explain why, like, how she does that. Like, there's a lot unexplained here. Ah. And this okay, is one I of those moments. That. This is one of those moments because because the wizard man says, "All right, tell tell us the story." And then Orko, the Orko thing is like, "Okay, I'll tell you the story." And then the wizard is like, "Not good enough. I'll yes. pry it from your brain." It was really upsetting. And I was like, uh, "What is happening? Why is he do Also, he's just straight up bad because he does something later that's that's shady as fuck. But oh, yeah. Oh, he's shady. But like they they don't explain like like oh is this because Anything. this is this because this well, is a created the orco thing was like created or can this guy do this horrific thing to anyone? Can he pry memories from my brain? Yes. I'm yes. certainly. Yeah. Uh and, the th and, yeah, the thing about it, the uh, uh the little girl is like she is a uh, some sort of constructed hybrid creation that is, you know, part human and part uh, plant. Oh, yeah, and, he made her. Yeah, and she has magical powers, but still, this fucking kid... I won't be nasty, but I wish Jace wouldn't treat me like I was a nerd. Jace is treating this magical creature like a nerd? Like yeah. What the hell? It makes 
think it makes me think that like she was created for slavery purposes. Oh, geez. Okay. But That's like, okay, I, no. like, I, like I have a lot of ethical questions about this wizard just creating things. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sentient. we have some science. We have some magic. Now, the exposition that we get is that Jace's dad uh, was working on uh, ending hunger. Okay, great. So he's doing some weird stuff with radiation and plants, and he ends up screwing up. And all the plants turn into evil brain monster plants. Yeah, he's trying um, to solve world hunger, which is like yeah, the first noble. the first thing in this show that anyone does that's like actual actually good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he has a he has a what was that GI Joe episode that we watched last week with the fertilizer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the, the Destro episode with the. Oh no, you're talking about the newer episode. The yeah, newer yeah, yeah, with the fertilizer. Yeah. the Sludge Factor Part One and Two. Yeah, the he has literal a last week's factor. episode. He yeah. has a full on Sludge Factor incident. Like, first off, if you're really that smart, how do you screw up that badly? <laughs> I mean, also, he knows immediately that those plants are evil. Like he yeah. like like if it were me and things started cropping up, I'd be like, yo, what's up? I'm your maker. Who's going to go get me candy from the 7-Eleven? But yeah. he is just like, oh, God, they're going to kill me. Like immediately he jumps to that. That's yeah. straight up racist. That's yeah. racist against plants. But that's uh, the crazy we, I, thing is, well, real quick, just to finish the exposition, Chan, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but like the first cabbage that he ends up radio radioactiving, <laughs> whatever you say, is saw boss, which is crazy. And also all of these plants not only have like brains and are intelligent plant evil monsters, they can uh, transform into vehicles, which is also insane. So sorry, Chan, that's the end of that exposition. Go ahead. Gina asked for uh, a couple clips from here. Okay. One of them. it's yeah it's weird because uh the radiation is like not part of his experiment it's just like a weird radiation like a portal opens up out of nowhere and irradiates these things and they turn into giant evil monsters plants with evil brains it's such a weird Uh, descriptor it is part of the 80s uh, wave of anti-intellectualism. I guarantee you. Oh, wow. A, okay. A, fuck plants because like we need to build factories and get great, America's great. economy moving. And B, fuck smart people because uh, what's a smart person ever done? Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, really? Uh, what has a smart person ever done? Besides war. Thank you. Oh, man, we are all over the place politically in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I find it's best to have no actual position and just whatever feels good in the moment. I think that's maybe part of the problem with today now that I think about it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. All vehicles in the Wheel Warriors collection are sold separately. Some parts not for use with some toys. New from Mattel. Watch out! Beast Walker is coming! Can Trailblazer stop him? The ultimate battle coming soon. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Okay, so moving forward, um, the, the whole deal is that uh, we, we learned that uh, Jason and his father need to join amulets. Not touching that. Uh, 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 so we've we get, uh, uh, no. They need to join roots. Oh, roots! Each of them 
has a root. Oh, a root. And yeah. they just have to rub them together. Or they to need to dock the them. It's really, yeah. Docking is, is also, they yeah. They need to really dock one, one root in. But it's somehow related to this ring that he gives him. He gets a light. He gets uh, a, the ring no, so he can join the Lightning League. Yeah, that's a whole a, separate thing. Oh, jeez, yeah. too much the, hat, hat on a hat. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the root is like that's the uh, the thing that's going to save the universe. Will make feed everybody, and the ring is this totally other thing where uh, the Lightning League protected people? Question mark. I guess against plants. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, but like a whole uh, King Arthur, like uh, a thousand years ago, and now we're back with the. But yeah, whole lot of stuff crammed into one episode. But like they had this ring the whole time, and just now to suddenly like n- now it's a big deal. It does, they're not even really under that much pressure, to be no. honest with you. So it no. seems kind of weird to bust it out right now. So this is the point where Chan, I asked you uh, to uh, get a, a recording of Saw Boss because every time I could not understand almost anything this guy said. I got the, the uh, his little speech here. I got the word destroy, and that was as far as I got. Like he, I, you guys at home, tell me what's up. I can't I can't make heads or tails of that it's just it's too echoey and it's too far away I mean is he saying anything other than just like kill the good guys in this entire episode honestly he could be speaking another language I'd probably understand him just as well uh and I feel like I still got the gist of what he was doing is it because if is it because uh uh if dad and son mash their roots together that's how the plants get killed so now they want to find dad and son and kill them not explained is that what's going on Uh, okay well okay so they're plants they're sentient plants and this guy experiments on plants a he's the creator but b i guess he has a uh chosen uh, uh child his his favorite child and they are not it so maybe this is a bit of jealousy where they want to destroy um the other plant uh, uh the other plant or maybe they want to destroy all uh, uh meat life okay. and oh. if that's going to help uh the meats uh the meat bags the then you want to destroy that maybe okay. does he have does he have like cosmic roundup and they're just afraid he's going to spray the universe with it that seems like something he would do yeah this Audric fella yeah he doesn't did. seem Okay, so uh, uh, the good guys now are decided like, okay, we got we to gotta step up to these bad guys. And so Jace says, let's take the vehicles. And it turns out none of the weapons have been finished. That's an important plot point for later as far as I'm concerned because they make a point to say all you could really do is just drive around and, you know, uh, uh, cool. We also, in, uh, 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 Penny Girl uh, introduces us to things called, I think they were called Soggies, and they were like her pets. And the I was sure. Zoggies. Zoggies. Z. Okay, great. Uh, I just call them the Soggies because I was thinking of Captain Crunch cereal the whole time sure. I was watching this. Yeah. And uh, they're like her like robot pets. And you'd figure they would have played some other role in this show at some point. But that is incorrect. They're introduced and then ignored the rest of the time. That is a second cute animal that probably shows up uh, later, later in uh, later episodes just for funsies and whatever. But we already have this friggin Oon character. We don't need more yeah. cute yappy things. And the flying fish exists still. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I it's, love it's, that it's flying list, fish. It's, it's Wikipedia uh, characters, so it must come back. Okay, there it is. Um, so Jay says, we got to fight them now, even if we don't have any weapons. And they're like, yo, no, uh, we're going to pull back. And so the bad guys are going to pull back because they find the wall of light that was mentioned earlier. They One of them runs into it and like 
blows up or something. It's really wild. Um, so now they're like, okay, we have to get out of here because as soon as it becomes nighttime, the wall of light goes away. Going back to my earlier point, like what was the deal with the vines? If all they had to do was wait one day and not really, they didn't even have to make their presence known up to that point. They could just wait until night and wiped everybody out. But I don't know. I'm, I'm no plant. So maybe I have better tactics than they do. Um, they decide uh, how fast will it, how fast look, we have till nightfall. How long will it take us to build a space barge that can go in outer space with just the stuff around us? And Jace is like, Oh, it'll take longer than a day. Well, I would hope so. But also like, what's a big the, ask. I'm, I'm unclear on the, the magicians. Like sometimes he can do crazy ass things. Like he yeah. reinforces the, the dome to make it so only good can get in, but evil, like evil has to stay out, which by the way, seems crazy advanced. Yeah. And yeah. Then at, at some point he turns a bunch of lead into gold, albeit temporarily, but like, he can't just, yeah, I'm, I'm confused about this dude. I, I expected to see him sort of just think one of these plants, uh, apart and just watch it just rip in two. Yeah. He, he's either a cosmic level of power or he's a dipshit who can barely do anything. <laughs> like, and I don't think there's a middle ground between the two. It's just whatever the moment needs for either him to be competent or incompetent. That's what you get. Yeah, it's not great because he also says like, well, we can't build a ship. So let me steal this one from a passerby and I'm going to just conjure it to come land next to us, which is wild to me because uh, he ends up breaking the ship that's in orbit uh, that needs a thermal siphon diode which he is able to conjure out of thin air and make apparently permanent right although yeah if we're uh talking about the uh the manner of payment it's entirely possible this guy is just a uh an excellent illusionist and not a particularly good in the sorcery category mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. we're also yeah. in a world that is sorcery and science combined and so like which one is which and you know well this is what i don't understand so uh did he actually make the thermal siphon diode on the ship not work or did he trick the guy into thinking it didn't work so he would land to then hand him a fake one but if he handed him a real one because he actually broke the real one wouldn't it also go away after a certain amount of time thus ending the ship's ability to fly this is where i get real like up my own head about some of these plot yeah, points. Yeah, you're asking it's, too many questions, man. Yeah, just just ride that flying ride plant it. fish. <laughs> I love that life. I I would I would if I could fly on that fish, I would do it. I'm Oh one. yeah, who wouldn't fly on that fish? And this is where Han Solo, aka Carl Urban, aka Herc, shows up and he says, I will take you wherever you need to go Hold for on. I am a I am a guy who flies. Uh, his name's not Herc. It's Herc. His name is Herc Storm Sailor. That's his last Herc name. Herc as in Hercules, Storm as in and Sailor as in Hey Popeye. Sailor. Yeah. Uh there's it's a, great a name. there is you, you try you trying to again hat on a hat on a hat. Yeah. How many awesome things can you crunch into one dude's name? And granted, Jace is pretty weak. Gillian is the shittiest name I've ever heard for Bad a wizard. Name. Bad name. Uh, Flora is, yeah, great. I mean, she's, she's a, a plant. plant. We fucking plant. get it. Yeah. Oon is, it, it's, there has to be some sort of inside joke there. Like it's, uh, his full name is like Balloon McTaggart or something like that. <laughs> um, if his name but, was Balloon McTaggart, I would have watched the F out of this show. <laughs> I would have bought the pillowcase. Oon is a stupid ass name. And then there's fucking Herc Storm Sailor. 
Chan, well, you uh, apologize to all of our fans named Oon, please. Yeah. I would not apologize wow. if we had a fan named Oon. Sorry, Norway. I just want to apologize. Literally, it's the number one con- common name in Norway is Oon. <laughs> and guy, you, you just upset have- an entire country. You know I have Google. I can just look these things up and, and, and prove Oh, that- I didn't know you also had Google. Mobby. Okay, so Herc says, I'll take you wherever you want if you have payment. And so the wizard takes, in my mind, way too much. Like, it is it is a stack of, he takes a stack of lead and turns it into gold, but it's like fake. It's an illusion to what Chan said earlier. And he says, will this amount of gold be an appropriate amount? And it fills the entire cargo bay. And it's a large cargo bay. It goes all the way up, like what, seven stories high in the cargo bay? It is outrageous amount of gold. I would have think he could have gotten away with a considerably less amount of gold for one travel token, right? Uh, that that amount of gold is, I believe, more gold than has ever been mined on the ever. planet Earth ever. Ever. So, like, maybe dial it back a little bit. Like, yeah. it's a little suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Like, but but also, so here, like, so the Han Solo dude who comes in and is like, sure, I've got a ship. She's the fastest ship in the galaxy. Uh like rightfully wants to get paid for a very dangerous mission. Yeah, he's overexposure dollars at this point. Like he's like if someone if someone said to me, "Hey, can you drive your Honda Fit into Mordor for me so I can toss this ring?" I would be like, "Uh, that's going to not be great on my tires plus gas there and gas back. I'm going to want some money." You have my shell. You have my Honda Fit. You have my. Uh, I'm running out of car names. I got here's, nothing. I got a Tristel and I got a Fit. I'm that's done. All, that's all, all the cars <laughs> no, you that's can it. pick up. That's all you need. You are an improviser who has definitely played These Are Five Things about 500 times. <laughs> I'm um, not good. I'm not good. <laughs> so, Gina, here's the question I have. If, if I had the whole Mordor take your Honda Civic and drive it into the, into uh, the, it's the a volcano. Fit, sir. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, and and I came and said, and you said, well, you're going to pay me, right? And I showed up with that m- amount of gold. Would you be mildly suspicious, especially if I was propositioning this offer uh, 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 in the middle of like a barren wasteland where there is clearly nothing and I have nothing of value? Yeah, I'd be hella suspicious. And also, I would 100% say, just FYI, if you th- even think of screwing me, I will take you to small claims court. Thank you. We're going on Judge Judy. That's happening. Hell yeah. No, this ain't a small claim. This is fucking. That's a big claim. This is a full on uh, 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 felony is what this but is. I, this do is- not, I do not like that the so-called good guys are screwing over a, a, a no. freelancer. No. Not even uh, a little bit. A, a gig economy lift driver yeah. by saying, also- yeah, I'll pay you in the app. But then after you drop me off, I'm going to cancel it. Remember, this dude says that we have a magical shield that only lets in good. Um, yeah, yeah, You have exactly. demonstrated no moral fiber whatsoever this entire episode. Yeah, yeah he's not trying to go through it until it goes away. To be a good care, has been cr- proven to be a good guy. He wants to get a, a, a decent wage for a dangerous job. And Wizard Man is like, I'm going to leave him with way too much steel. And then he's going to have all that steel that he needs to take out to his dumpster once a week for trash pickup. It's going to take him months to get rid of all that steel in a dumpster. 
Gina, really that's is. not that's not even steel. That's lead. It's lead. That's it's poisonous. All lead. Oh man, his it kids is, are gonna of... his kids are gonna eat the chips that fall off of it, and then oh, they're gonna man. have brain damage. Mm-hmm. It is. It's sort of like taking a lift ride and then paying with those religious pamphlets that look like twenty dollar bills. Oh God. So this is the equivalent of what uh, the our, our heroes are doing, and it frankly upsets me in ways I can't fully explain. But let's push forward. So we learned yeah, here that like Penny. It. Penny is a plant kid. Great. We learned that all the gold is fake. Great. Uh, We learned that they need to find solid ground in order to take off, which unfortunately means they have to go into enemy territory in order to take off. Fine. Uh, uh, Chan, do you have a sound poll for me of of, uh, uh, Jace yelling uh, uh, in excitement? Because um, it, 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 yeah. I believe him. I believe he is. He is very excited and his life was at stake right there. Yahoo. Yahoo. You did it. That's just upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. I just get excited, kid. <laughs> you, you could have died. <laughs> oh. Okay. So then they go to take off. Uh, they find their solid ground. Great. It's a lot of action here. It's not important. They go to take off. No, vines have grabbed them and are holding them down to the ground. So Jace has to leave in his car and go get them. And he's this is the part that upsets me because he starts driving around shooting his weapons at the bad guys. But they established in the previous scene, none of the weapons work and they never established that they made them work. So they, and it's not that they didn't work. They weren't finished. If you're going to go from point A to point C, you got to give me the B in between. Otherwise, I'm 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 having trouble here. Hmm. Uh, are we at the point where he turns into uh, where the hero of this episode turns into no. Zod getting sent to the Phantom Zone for some reason? Because oh, I don't no. know what not the hell. No, we're not on. even close. We're not no. even close. Yeah, it gets uh, crazy. We are at the point where we discover that these uh, uh, vehicles respond to voice command. What? Voice command. Are you saying I can just say a thing and then it'll do the thing? Holy shit, that like remote control in the 80s was hot stuff, but voice control was not even on the map. It was just a dream, a far distant dream, a billion years in the future, maybe, will we get voice command cars. Well, for the record, it is 2020, and we still don't have a good voice command system ever, anywhere, just for I mean, the I'll record. I'll tell you what, I go upstairs and I say, hey, Google, turn on the uh, bedroom lights turns on the bedroom yep. lights no it doesn't it's yes, pretty it does. great it's Stop pretty it. awesome yeah i assume to turn I, on a sprinkler I, system inside your bedroom which doesn't even wasn't even plugged in you google just it made all. it happen ray you also have a nest so i'm sure your alexa turns uh alexa i don't have that it just it just turned on for me but i i in the middle of yeah, the night when google i'm just hot i just too. say <laughs> i just say alexa turn on ac or i say alexa turn off ac i say alexa turn on light I dude. live in a manual world, and what? I will press you, buttons, you gotta, and I will flip You gotta flip get switch. on it, dude. Ray, I got my first Google thing for free from Spotify. We have and two of those devices in the house right now. The first one we hooked up, and the problem was every time we tried to talk to our three-year-old, it thought it was talking to that instead because the names were similar. Uh-huh. And so it kept like, I'd be trying to talk to the kid and then the Google would be interrupting me. And then finally the cat chewed through the plug and it turned itself off because it didn't work anymore. And we didn't notice the difference except we were annoyed less. God so damn it. 
I'm right. just not having it. Not having yeah, it. I'm, 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 I, I'm, I, so, I'm so tech savvy. I've got two Alexas. I've got one in the kitchen and Jesus. one in the bedroom. Yeah, it plays my podcasts in the morning. I wake up and I say, oh, play NPR News Now. And she does. That's, I mean, you're living in the future, quite clearly. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we have a fight now and Jace gets stuck. And then he calls on other good guy vehicles to do the voice commands. And they come out, they just start smashing all the bad guys. And then one of them is a drill machine, so it drills them out. And I'm still wondering what that Lance is all about. Because the for some reason, Shovel Knight decided to take it with him in these vehicles and never uses it. Um, okay. So now we cut back to the ship where Herc has zapped the vines this whole time. He had the ability to just put electricity through the vines and he, he just decided to do it. Now they collect Jace. The vines try to pull them down again. He gets into the, uh, the, the millennium Falcon turret and he starts shooting at them. But then uh, this is Jace. Jace jumps into it. Like Luke Skywalker, and the millennium Falcon shoots, shoots, shoots at these vines, uh, uh, gets blown up out of it falls through the air and Gina can you tell us what happens next yeah so he he all of a sudden gets like like put into a, a little square of glass just like oh hold on uh you you asked for his, the sound of his cries as he fell man commit just commit dude come on yeah yeah uh, these measures of excitement are, are upsetting me uh, but he, he, yeah, he turns into basically Zod being sent to the Phantom Zone. Like he's entrapped in, in like a glass cube, and he is just slicing through and killing plants left and right as this flying flat panel of glass. Yeah, because you said cube, but it's really more of like a two-dimensional playing card made of glass. Yes. Yeah, at first I put frozen and carbonite because like his arms yeah. are up and he's like, oh, then I wrote laser card and I was like, oh, no, this is uh, this is Gambit's playing card thing. Somewhere somewhere in there, there's a little Cajun dude going, uh-huh, and flinging, flinging cards at people. Love it. Yeah, and so somehow he uses this to cut all the vines that were holding the ship and then tr- teleport himself or fly back to the top of the ship. And that's how they get away. Uh, Sawboss teleports his base from the, you know, inside the planet to the surface of the planet. Justin, but he's late. He says, I'm too late. And the good guys fly away. And at this point, uh, 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 the, the gold turns back to lead and Hurt goes, uh, whoa, uh, y'all lied to me badly. And then the Merlin says, oh, don't worry. We promise we will pay you. And he and then and Herc says, well, you better because I'm going to go on every one of your adventures until you pay me. And I'm like, you really haven't really put a lot into it at this point, Herc. If you were to just like airlock these people and go about your business, you really haven't lost a ton of time. All right. Now, hold on. I don't know how many times I've been in a lift and uh, I've gotten to the end of the ride. I'm like, Ugh, I'm sorry. I just don't have any money. And the drivers will say, no, no, no. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to drive you around. I'm going to drive you everywhere you want to go until you can afford to pay me for all of those rides. Yes. That's essentially, that's what happens here. So basically the the Lyft driver says, I'm going to go to your job and I'm going to hang out with you while you make the donuts. (laughs) And then when you get your paycheck, I'm going to drive you to cash it. And then hopefully that's enough. Cause if it's not, I'm going to keep driving you places for free. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a bizarre, what a bizarre plot point. That's straight out of anime. That is something that you would see in some of the dumbest animes of the uh, the aughts. Oh, it is. No, it is exactly the uh, um, it's what Misty does at the beginning of Pokemon. 
She's like, you destroyed my bike and I'm going to follow you around until you pay me back. And then she just stays with him for, you know, the entire run of the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Literally 30 years later, she's still rock- rocking with him. It's crazy. It, Although yeah, I, I just did don't get it. Also give me a little bit of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark vibes when uh, uh, Marion's like, I'm your goddamn partner. Yeah, okay. Is it nobody? Yeah. Nah. None of you have seen Indiana Jones? So is uh, that not a... I, it really, it's still, here's the deal. Blows my mind that the that kid who double crosses Indiana Jones in the first one of those movies is, the actor is, do you guys know this? No. Yeah. The actor, the young guy who uh, double crosses Indiana Jones when he's just like, you know, throw me the gem and then like, I'll help you jump the chasm or oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dude, Alfred Molina. That's Alfred freaking Molina, Doc Octopus from Spider-Man 2 oh, in a yeah. young, young role. And it's so funny because, you know, I went, you know, obviously decades after that movie came out that I had to look back on it to realize that it's this awesome actor playing this <laughs> uh, this role that you always will remember because it's a very memorable scene in those movies. But like, I couldn't have told you that was Alfred Molina up until only a few years ago. And that's awesome. <laughs> I love uh, stuff like that. Here's a weird thing for years, uh, po- stretching possibly o- almost into decades. Um, I thought that Alfred Molina um, I saw his name in the credits. I thought he was the big Nazi dude, the bald Nazi dude who gets cut up in the, the airplane. Oh, that's a great moment. Too. Yeah. 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 For some reason I was like, Oh, that's Alfred Molina. And so like when he showed up in uh, uh Spider-Man, I'm like, dang, that dude looks really different. <laughs> and it took me many more years after that before I finally put together like, Oh no, that's a different Okay, I got you. I'm on board now. Well, it's sort of like, uh, you know, one, one of my favorite older movies, uh, Bob Roberts. You guys familiar with Bob Roberts from 1992? The oh, yeah. uh, Tim Robbins movie? The, the, the main character of that is a, is a journalist who's going around trying to, like, crack the story of Bob Roberts, right? Um, and that was played by that actor, lead of the movie. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen him. You know who who's who's been working this whole time, but sort of like floated under the radar up until he started like doing the Breaking Bad's and the the Star Wars Mandalorians of the world, and now he's like one of the most famous actors in Hollywood. And you look back almost thirty years now, and he was playing this awesome character who's nothing like the character he's played. I don't know. That, look, that stuff really excites me. My point is that's the end of the show. So this is a uh, uh, this. Save entertainment, Jace the Wheeled Warriors. Um, uh, I'm down for it. Let's do a podcast. Let's do Thank every you. episode of Thank Jace you, the Wheeled Warriors. Sherman. Yeah, Channing Sherman suggested our Patreon, so of course we did it. Uh, thank you so much for that suggestion. Uh, Chan, I believe you have something you'd like to do right now. It's the theme song throwdown. We are back for the second half of the tournament. Uh, the second the second half of the first round brackets. Get We've excited. gone through eight, uh, 16. We've gone through 16 songs already. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, it's been a hell of a run. Uh, We're starting back at the top of this second bracket. We've got one of the top seeds from this uh, round uh, starting to get off big. Y'all know it. Y'all love it. Oh, yes. Life is like a hurricane. Get in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Ducktails, every day they're out there making ducktails. Tales of daring, do bad and not tales. The danger looks behind you. There's a stranger out to find. 
fuck? No Gopton yes. tails today. No Gopton tails for me. Cotton tails. Oh, my God bad. Damn it, Ray. We've been over this before. That's how I. That's how I heard those lyrics for years and years and years. Okay, first of all, two things. A, I don't care what the other song is. This song takes all <laughs> it takes all the gold for me. This but is a really good song. If if really you good. have not gone online to see the cast of the new Ducktales singing the original theme song, including Ooh. David Tennant, Bobby Moynihan, Kate Micucci, wow. you and Ben Schwartz, you need to go do it now because it is a freaking delight. It, okay. it it you watch it five times in a row and you will be happy for the next month no matter how many people die of COVID. Seems seems unlikely. Uh, second, I will frequently walk around my house singing Ducktales. I usually replace Tales with Butts though, unsurprisingly, because uh, <laughs> I like singing Duck Butts. Uh, what? Oh, I thought I thought you were replacing Duck with Butt. Butt tails? You're replacing, you're replacing no, you're tails good. with No, I like, to, I like to sing about duck butts. Woo. Okay. Yeah. No, and, and also, while we played that song, how many of you at home sang the woo-woo part? I like was trying not right? to everybody. sing the whole song during yeah. it. I, I was I never, I never watched DuckTales growing up, and yet I still say woo-woo when uh, the song part comes it's along. It's so. so it's so happy. I love how happy it is. I just Catch love it hell. so much. Yeah, it really it really sets the tone for like you're gonna have a good time. We're gonna yeah. have some fun. This is gonna be entertaining. And they and then and then the show delivered on all those promises. And I think that's why it's such an iconic show with such an iconic theme song. So I, I feel real good that we we we've talked DuckTales up. What a lamb has been led to slaughter here, and why do we all wish it was Pirates of Dark Water? <laughs> How did that get in? Okay, yeah, so this, uh, is, this and, is gonna be tough to like, beat. I'm going to give it a chance because I'm always about fairness and chances, but you got to really bring the heat to beat DuckTales. What, Chan? What do we have? Uh, it's Disney on Disney, chipping down the Rescue Rangers. Oh, crap. Sometimes some crime go slipping through the cracks, but these two dumb shoes are picking up the slack. There's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, just call Ch-ch-ch-ch-bandales. Rescue Rangers. Ch-ch-ch-ch-bandales. When there's danger, no more it never fails. Once they're involved, somehow whatever's wrong gets solved. Ch-ch-ch-ch-bandales. Rescue Rangers. Ch-ch-ch-bandales. When there's danger, no more it never fails. They'll take the used to bring the heat yeah no one Actually, of the things you know, I learned, like i'm a huge yeah. gravity falls fan too and that yeah. that theme song slaps so so they still bring the heat go disney well, you know I, I remember like the th- fun fact i learned was that the gummy bears theme song uh the singer of that is the lead singer of toto uh who sang africa so it's just like yeah they're not afraid to like get talent and let talent be talented over at disney it's almost like that's a formula for success who knew? I just want you all know that no matter which one you choose here, uh, you're going to make a patron sad. 
Uh, our, one of our patrons, Amy Baldwin, uh, chose DuckTales, and TJ Bronson uh, chose Chip and Dale. Oh, I mean, uh, here's I'm, the thing. Really- I'm I'm saying this this might be the closest matchup. Wow, really? Uh, okay, so far, or I might just have a real bad memory. No, and I yeah, think doing some- Disney on Disney is strong because, like, as big good as Ducktales is, really, uh, Chippendales is excellent as well. Like, these are two very very good theme songs. Yeah, um, I- I'm ready to go ahead and make a decision. Though I don't know about you guys. Also, can I just say I love the fact that. You know, Chip and Dale brings a little darkness to it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it starts a little like it starts like at nighttime. You know, it's yeah, just it's like, uh, yeah, something's out to get us. Um, but I'm, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and vote first. I got to go with DuckTales on this. Um, I danced for both as we played them right now, but I danced a little harder for DuckTales. And yeah, they're both real, real good. But like DuckTales just slaps with that. You know, and I got I got to give it to DuckTales. Oh, Gina. I. Am also giving it to DuckTales I, because I did not like I, that Chippendale song. It's it's great. And when it ended, I was like, oh, that was good. I didn't want DuckTales to end. I wanted that yes. song to play for eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. And to be fair, Chippendale might be our first candidate for Losers Bracket. Also, could I just point that out there? Like a very good song. Very good song. Okay, interesting. Uh, Jan, uh, is this a, is this a sweep or are you going to be? Yeah, it's it's a sweep. I okay. don't have any investment in either of them, and uh, Ducktales is just the harder bop. So you know, that's fair. So yeah. there we go, guys. Ducktales, the one seed, moves on, defeating Chippendales Rescue Rangers in this week's theme song throwdown. Hell yeah! And that's our show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this theme song throwdown, and that's the end of it. So let's talk about uh, where you can find us really quick. You can hit us up facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Join our Facebook group. It's a thing you can do. Why not? You can also hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. $5 gets you almost like 500 episodes of the show, uh, many of whom are not available on the feed. So if you like what we do and you're kind of new to us and you want a lot of content, five bucks on patreon.com slash knowing is half the pod- podcast. Gets podcast. you all the stuff. Don't worry about that. Podge. Uh, Podge Podge podcast. podcast. I knew Ooh. I wasn't gonna get away with that. I knew I Did wasn't anybody, gonna get away. Anybody with made that. that podcast yet? We should make it. The Hodge Podcast. Hodge Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll just talk about stuff. <laughs> I like stuff. it. I'm in. I'm in just for the name alone. <laughs> Honestly, that's the name of the Jason the Wheeled Warriors podcast. Somehow, <laughs> no. It's just some shit. Here's some other shit. This doesn't match the other shit. That's Who true. cares? That's true. It, it, this show had okay. So, uh, and so you get us up on uh, uh, Twitter uh, at GI Joe Podcast or at Prez Serpentor with a Z in an alternate 2016 uh, uh, universe. Serpentor became Cobra Emperor became President of the United States. I'm fading fast too, guys. So here we go. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter individually. I am at Almighty Ray at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that's our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with more GI Joe maybe next week. Goodbye we now. Explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. Every day reaching toward the light. And you know there's a long way ahead of you. But when your wills get you there, things will turn out right. Just keep returning. Stop the falling, the fire's on
so the first seed, uh, first top seed from this. <laughs> oh, Jesus, crap. What is you totally sneeze like a dad now, Chan. I've always sneezed this way. Have you? I guess I've always had a dad sneeze. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. Or I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people. You get it. And we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, And here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info like how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert. It's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope. Available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 